0: Gorlick, who served as Deputy Attorney General under President Bill Clinton, commands a breathtaking view of the city from her top-floor corner office at Wilmer Hale, the Pennsylvania Avenue Northwest firm, where a gentle waterfall in the lobby greets power players who found themselves in rough currents. She worked on Hillary Clinton's campaign, vetting potential cabinet members, and she was still mourning when she got a call from an old colleague, asking if she might take on the ethical questions about whether and how Kushner and his wife could work for Donald Trump's administration. The questions seemed most interesting, Gorlick said whoever thinks they're going to opine on the anti-nepotism law. And we are a very consciously bipartisan firm. However, I don't think we had anyone in the firm who was a supporter of Donald Trump. She now also is advising Kushner as he navigates the media frenzy over the investigations into the Trump campaign's contacts with Russia. Gorlick, a former head of the D.C. bar, said she doesn't put my clients through a political litmus test. Indeed, people and businesses in serious trouble gravitate to her like flies to a light bulb. BP hired her after the Gulf of Mexico oil disaster. She represented the Clinton Foundation against conservative gadfly Larry Klayman. The student loan industry brought her in to lobby against the Obama administration's drive to overhaul the business. Through it all, she has continued her work for liberal causes. When my clients hired me, they knew who I was, Gorlick said. She has kept Kushner and his wife informed as she continues to handle matters that push back against the Trump administration. Gorlick's firm charges as much as $1,250 an hour for its top lawyer's time, but among the clients she represents for free is Tahiri Justice Center, a nonprofit that serves immigrant women who are fleeing from violence. Gorlick recently worked for Tahiri on a challenge against President Trump's plan to strip local governments of their ability to declare themselves sanctuary cities for illegal immigrants. I sent the brief to Ivanka and Jared just so they would know. This is what your lawyer is doing, Gorlick said. Her clients were fine with the division between what Gorlick does in her day job and what she does as a political activist. Some of her friends, not so much. And that, Gorlick said, has been hurtful. I'm not an advocate for the Trump administration. I take hard cases, she said, representing members of the Trump family will not hinder her from working for the Democratic cause. She even hosted family and friends who came to Washington earlier this year to march against the new president. The Trump administration has made people unusually uneasy, to say the least, she said. The controversy surrounding Gorlick's decision comes as Washington's legal industry, still huge but in recent years facing severe financial challenges, struggles to adapt to a thin-skinned president with a long history of using the courts to press grudges. As ever, D.C. lawyers are scrambling to make connections with the new administration, but this time, that effort has caused unusual tensions. Holland & Knight, one of the city's largest firms, lost the head of its media practice group, Charles Tobin, when he jumped last week to another firm after 16 years because he said, I was told in no uncertain terms that I could not sue this president. As an attorney who represents media clients in conflicts with the government, Tobin said he could no longer work at a firm that wanted to be in a position to help clients do business with the Trump administration and thought that being in an adversarial position with this president would hinder that ability. Tobin, who will now co-chair the media practice at Ballard Spar, said Holland and Knight had no such concerns about previous presidents. I sued President Obama. I sued President Bush. I represented journalists against other administrations without any problem, he said. Paul Kiernan, executive partner at Holland and Knight's Washington office, said in a statement that the firm has a long history of representing clients, including media clients. in matters adverse to governmental agencies and officials. Contrary to some recent reports, the firm has not adopted a policy limiting our work on specific types of engagements. Another Washington firm, Morgan Lewis and Bacchius, lost a client because the firm decided to represent Trump in his effort to comply with government ethics requirements. Scott Wallace, a trustee of the Wallace Global Fund, a nonprofit that had spent about $400,000 on legal help from Morgan Lewis since 2011, said he terminated the fund's relationship with the firm because by helping Trump handle potential conflicts of interest between his family business and his job as president, the firm had legitimized a complete non-solution that empowers and even encourages impeachable offenses. The law firm declined to comment, a person familiar with Morgan Lewis's relationship with Wallace, said the firm's attorneys also helped Hillary Clinton vet her potential vice presidential candidates and continued to work for clients opposed to Trump policies. The criticism of Gorlick is a symptom of the nation's sharp political divisions, said Melvin Fine, a sociologist at Kennesaw State University in Georgia. When you have more polarization in Washington than in a long, long time, the first reaction of many people is to double down, to insist on purity. Everybody gets so concerned about proving how pure they are that they eat their own, he said. People in politics need both principle and flexibility, Fine said. If you're a hired gun, you're being hired for your skill, not your principles. And that's a reasonable thing in this world, to hire yourself out for your skills. That doesn't preclude having principles. Most objections to Gorlick's decision are less ethical than political.